Welcome to the Life Launch Podcast. My name is Heather Borsma. I'm a certified life coach who helps social selling mamas create the life and business of their dreams with more heart and less hustle. Want to learn how? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, episode six, we're talking all about why positive affirmations don't work for everyone. Now, I wanted to say right off the bat that if you have found traction with positive affirmations, that's amazing. And don't hear any shame or judgment in the title of this podcast. It is more focused on helping those who are struggling and who don't find positive affirmations helpful and in fact feel a lot of guilt and shame and frustration over the fact that they are doing this thing every single day, saying these truths, looking at themselves in the mirror and declaring, I'm beautiful, I'm worthy, I'm enough, and still feeling insecure and still finding themselves not taking action and showing up in their business the way they want to. To start off, I want to share a little bit of the background that I grew up in and how this came up in my own experience. When I was a young adult, I was a part of a speaking tour called Beautiful Unique Girl. And I spent a couple of years on the road going across Canada and in the United States talking to young women about beauty and redefining what true beauty really is. And one of the exercises that we did was we had the girls write down on a piece of paper lies that they have believed about themselves. So I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not thin enough. And then we would have them crumple up those lies on a piece of paper and throw it in the garbage. And then we asked them to write down a truth about themselves on that on another piece of paper that they could keep and that they could take with them and practice throughout their coming days and weeks. And as much as I love the heart behind this activity, I don't think I would do it the same way today that I did then. And here's why. If we present our brain with a thought even a true or positive thought, and our brain doesn't have any belief attached to that thought, it is not going to be powerful for us because our belief is what activates our emotion. And a powerful thought, one that is truly going to impact our lives and change the way that we behave is one that we actually believe, even just a little bit. I call it a mustard seed thought because we don't need to have a full plus 10 amount of faith in our thought in order for it to be powerful. We just need to have a mustard seed amount of belief, a shred of belief, if you will. And we know that we have belief in a thought because of how the thought makes us feel. And that's why positive affirmations don't work for everybody because the thought that might be really powerful for you is different than the thought that's powerful for me. Another way that I like to think about this is to think about thoughts on a scale of negative 10 all the way to plus 10. Now, often when we identify a negative 10 thought in our life, we are very quick to want to swap it out with the opposite thought. For example, let's say we are working on growing our business and we say to ourselves, I am terrible at marketing. And we notice that we're having that thought and we're like, okay, we've identified it. It's a lie. It's not serving us. It's not helping us show up in our business. It's creating a lot of frustration. Beautiful. I want to change it. And so we go from I'm terrible at marketing to a positive affirmation type thought, which is I'm a marketing genius. Now, if you think about this sliding scale from negative 10 to positive 10, we have just 
tried to make a massive jump from believing a negative 10 thought, I'm terrible at marketing, to a positive 10 thought, I'm a marketing genius. And there is such cognitive dissonance in our brain, which means the experience that we have lived doesn't match up to the thought that we are trying to introduce to our brain that it just doesn't stick. It doesn't work. It doesn't, for most of us, create enough belief and emotion in our bodies for us to really take action from that place. And so I have a couple tips for you if you find yourself wanting to take a positive 10 thought and make it more manageable for your brain, make it more believable to you. And there's two phrases that you can use that will help bridge the gap between your negative 10 thought and your positive 10 thought. And as a side note, I believe that belief is something that we can grow. We don't have to start at the best thought possible. We don't have to go from the ultimate lie to the most powerful truth. We can build our belief slowly. And the two phrases that I'm going to tell you are phrases that will help you build your belief. And those phrases are, it's possible and I'm learning. So when you apply it to this example of I'm terrible at marketing, we could try saying instead of I'm a marketing genius, I am learning to become a marketing genius. Now, all of a sudden, our brain is much more willing to accept that thought rather than simply calling BS on it and throwing it out entirely. It's a mustard seed thought. There's a shred of belief there, and that is something that we can build on. When we use a powerful thought, it activates emotion in us. So when I think I'm learning to be amazing at marketing, I feel curious, I feel excited, I feel motivated to get out there and try new things. And when I show up that way, trying new things from a place of belief, I am going to learn how to do it. I am going to become that marketing genius. And as I go out and take action from that little bit of belief that I have, I create embodied experiences that confirm the belief I already have. I create evidence. So many of us want the evidence first. We want to see that we are good at marketing and then believe that we are good at marketing. But the truth is it goes the other way around. We first take the risk of believing and then we show up and create the evidence to support our belief. I wish I could tell you that the evidence comes first, but the truth is and what will help us so much in our journey is knowing that the belief comes first. The belief proceeds the evidence. And so it's a risk. It's a risk for us to step out and believe something that we haven't seen yet, but that's what faith is. It's being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we can't yet see. So instead of focusing so much on having positive thoughts, let's shift our focus to creating powerful thoughts, remembering that the difference between a positive thought and a powerful thought is belief. And the way we can identify the belief is whether or not it activates emotion in our body. The thoughts that create emotions that we want to feel, emotions that help us show up in our life and help us take action are the most powerful thoughts for us. One of the best ways to find out if a thought is powerful for you or not is to actually try it on. I think of this like going clothing shopping. You see a piece of item on the rack and you're like, that looks beautiful. I think I would love it. And then you take it back to the change room and you try it on. And sometimes you loved it on the hanger and you put it on your body and you were like, no, that is not a good fit. It's not going to work for me. It would look beautiful on someone else 
but it's not for me. It doesn't mean you don't like the piece of clothing. It just means it doesn't fit for you. The same thing is true with thoughts. Something that's really powerful for me might not work for you. And that's why when I'm coaching my clients, I really encourage them to come up with their own thought. One of the ways that I guide them to do that is to think first about the emotion that they want to feel. So let's say they have a goal in their business. They want to hit a certain rank or they want to gain a certain number of team members. And then we talk about the action that they're going to need to take to accomplish that goal. And often they have a lot of ideas. We don't usually need people to tell us what to do next. We usually need to listen to what we already know to do. And so they'll come up with a list of uh, people they could reach out to, events that they could host, DMs they could send. And then I'll ask them this very important question. This is a question that not a lot of people ask themselves. Not a lot of coaches ask their clients. And that is, how do you need to feel in order to take that action? Because it's our emotion that fuels us to take action. And so they might say, I want to feel motivated or excited or purposeful or maybe even calm or curious. And knowing that that's the emotion they want to create, now we can do the work of figuring out what the powerful thought is. And as we try on different thoughts, I ask them, how does that thought make you feel? Does that thought actually make you feel motivated? Does it make you feel calm? Does it make you feel the emotion? that you need in order to take the action that you have outlined to accomplish your goal. This is an amazing way to come up with powerful thoughts is to think about the emotion you want to create first, try the thought on and see if it's the right fit. Another way to think about this is to think about going to the gym. And let's say you haven't been to the gym in six months or a year and you walk up to that line of barbells and you're going to do some bicep curls and you try picking up the 50 pound weight. What's going to happen? Well, if you're like me with my little chicken arms, that thing's going to pull me over and probably land on my toe. I'm not going to start with a 50 pound weight. If I haven't been to the gym in six months or a year, I'm going to start with maybe a 10 pound weight dare I say, possibly even a 15 pound weight. Well, maybe with my right arm, not with my left. And then I'm going to do reps with that weight. I'm going to show up a couple times a week and lift that 10 pound weight over and over and over again. And eventually after I build up my strength, I'm going to move up to the 20 pound weight and then the 25. And eventually, well, probably for me, I'm never going to bicep curl a 50 pound weight. But in theory, if I kept lifting that weight and moving it up every couple of weeks, I probably could. It's the same with our thoughts. So many of us are walking around trying to bicep curl 50 pound thoughts. I am 100% worthy. I am a marketing genius. Everybody loves me. I attract my ideal clients every single day. For me, so many of those thoughts feel unbelievable. They feel like 50 pound weights that I am dragging around trying to pretend that I am strong enough to lift. And instead of going from a 50 pounder to just giving up and saying, I guess I'm not strong at all. Maybe we just need to move to a lighter weight and then we will experience success. And that experience of being able to lift the 10 pound weight will prove to us that we are strong and that we do have the ability to build our belief. 
One final reason that positive affirmations might not be working for you is if you are using those positive affirmations as a reason to avoid feeling and processing your current emotion. We often try to band-aid our pain and run away from it and resist it by slapping a positive thought on it, and it doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is because we haven't processed our current emotion. So let's say that you hosted an event and only one person showed up to that event and they barely bought anything and you leave that experience thinking, this isn't working, I am failing at my business. And that thought, I'm failing, creates discouragement inside of you, disappointment, frustration. If you try to slap a positive thought on that difficult emotion, you are actually doing yourself a disservice. In some cases, I would even say it causes harm to ourselves when we do that because we are ignoring our current emotion. We are not taking care of ourselves in the pain that we are currently experiencing. And so what I would recommend is that before you try to do any work on your thoughts, you create space to feel your current feeling, the current feeling that is coming from your current thought. Even if that thought is negative, it's still there. It's it's real to you because you've thought it and now it's created emotion in your body. And if you don't process that emotion, if you resist that emotion or push it down, you are just going to compound the problem. So when that emotion comes up, Create some space to breathe into it, to name it, to narrate to yourself what it feels like in your body, to actually show yourself compassion, to share that experience with someone who can encourage you, who can listen to you, who can hold space for you without judgment, who's not going to rush to fix your problem or to get you out of that difficult emotion. Difficult emotion is part of being a human. It doesn't mean that anything is wrong with us. It doesn't mean we're broken. It doesn't mean we're not doing a good job. It just means that we have a human brain that is constantly looking for danger and trying to keep us safe. And so when we experience these thoughts like I'm failing or it's not working and we have disappointment and discouragement in our bodies, we need to process that first before we try to move to a powerful thought. If you find yourself in the middle of this kind of spiral right now, here are the steps I want you to take in order to move towards powerful thinking. Number one, I want you to identify how you are feeling right now. Name that emotion. Put it into a word. If you have trouble naming your emotions, Google the emotion wheel and try to use words that are on the middle or outside ring of the emotion wheel. The second step is I want you to put a hand on your chest and take a few deep breaths and then notice where you feel that emotion in your body and actually narrate to yourself what it feels like. And then I want you to talk to somebody who will hold space for you without judgment, who's not going to try and fix you, but who's going to actually allow you to be where you are at right now and show compassion and love to you in that place. If you don't have someone that you can go to, then I want you to be that person for yourself and tell yourself how you're feeling and comfort yourself with the words that you would use when you were comforting your own best friend. And finally, notice that these um, 
this emotion is coming from your current thoughts. Even if you're not ready to change those thoughts, it's important for you to remember that it is attached to your thoughts because it reminds you how powerful you are. It reminds you that you're not a victim and that when you are ready, you can shift that thought to something that will serve you, something that is more helpful, something that is more powerful. And finally, when you have felt the wave of that emotion pass, ask yourself how you want to feel. How do you want to feel that's going to help you to take the action you want to take to get the result that you want to create? And come up with a thought that creates that feeling in your body. And no, you might have to try on one or five or 10 different thoughts before you find the right thought. Don't forget to use I'm learning or it's possible to create a bridge thought between your current negative 10 thinking and where you want to get to your positive 10 thought. If you're thinking, this all sounds amazing, Heather, but I don't know how to do this by myself, or I'm listening to this and I can tell that I am not going to go and take the action of walking myself through these steps, then you need to come join Life Launch. What you are getting here on the podcast is me teaching you concepts. This is passive action. Listening to this podcast is passive action. There's nothing wrong with that. But until you take massive action, until you start applying these concepts to your life, it will be very hard hard for you to see the change and transformation that you're hungry for. When you come to Life Launch, I am going to be coaching you personally in our weekly group coaching calls where you can bring your questions, your thoughts, your emotions, and I can help you walk through this process step-by-step and help you find the powerful thought that's going to unlock the result that you want in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in your health, whatever area you are struggling with, whatever area you are feeling stuck. I would love to coach you through it personally. So if you haven't checked out Life Launch before, head over to my website, heatherborsma.com. Have a look. And if you have any questions, let me know. We would love to have you as a part of our community. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborsma.com. We'll see you next week.